today on CityCast Chicago, even in my own family, the divide between the White Sox and the Cubs runs deep. My grandmother, up until her very last day, was a Cubs fan. Growing up, she was rooting for Sammy Sosa and the boys every day. But my brother is a diehard Sox fan. I mean, he was so disgusted when the Cubs won the series in 2016 that he nearly threw up on his birthday, might I add. You see, with two major league teams on opposite sides of the city, it often feels like you got to pick a side. That's why it was so shocking when broadcaster Lynn Casper crossed the divide. In the seven months that I've been with uh, the White Sox, I've had people come up to me who are lifelong Cubs fans or who work for the Cubs or whatever, and it's like, hey, I, I root for the White Sox too. You know, it's like they say it under their breath. It's Monday, June 21st. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. I'm coming to you live from my mom's car today as I'm out here in Quincy, Illinois, recording for another segment. I know you're thinking, is that better or worse than my closet? It's actually much better. Lynn Casper is the voice of White Sox Radio. My man's is new to the job this season after 16 years on Cubs TV. Yes, Cubs TV. He says the choice to switch was personal, but the move does give him a unique perspective on Chicago's famous crosstown rivalry. Lynn, how you feeling today? I'm feeling good, Jacoby. All right, I know you got here in Chicago in 2005. That's the year I graduated eighth grade, but also the year the Sox won the World Series. But you were watching from the north side with the Cubs. Uh, What was it like when you first got to Chicago? Interestingly enough, my wife and I went to game two of the World Series that year. And uh, I got a phone call from Bob Vorwald from WGN. And he said, hey, we've got a couple tickets to the game. Would you like to go? And I remember saying, "Okay, I'm the Cubs announcer. The White Sox are in the World Series. Should I go? And the answer was, yes, of course. There hasn't been a World Series game in Chicago since 1959. Why wouldn't I go, right? So I was in the stands until the final home run by Scott Pesednik. Pesednik hits one to deep right center field. Back at the wall. This ball is gone. For arguably the greatest White Sox game in, in your lifetime, in my lifetime. And the White Sox win it 7-6. And I saw it as the uh, new voice of the Cubs, and uh, it was surreal, for sure. Um, and I do remember uh, in 05, 06, 07, when the Crosstown series happened, those were very nervous, uh, anxious uh, weekends for me because of the incredible spotlight put on all the broadcasts when the White Sox and Cubs play. So the tension wasn't just on the field. So it wasn't just between the players or the North and the South side. The broadcasters were in on it too. Right. So I felt this extra pressure to not only know the Cubs, but to really know the White Sox. And uh, I, I, I do remember that that first year, uh, just how stressful that was calling Cubs and White Sox. But it was instructive. And, uh, you know, 
15, 16 years later, uh, I feel like I finally got my footing. <laughs> <laughs> was it very competitive, the the series between the Sox and the Cubs at the time? Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. it was. It was it was pretty intense. Um, yeah. And again, you know, 05, 06, as you recall, uh, White Sox were really good. In 06, it really got heated, y'all. When White Sox base runner A.J. Przinsky barreled into Cubs catcher Michael Barrett, who wanted all the smoke and punched A.J. square in the jaw. Bangs onto the plate, and here they go. Poshetnik getting into it with Barrett. And now both dugouts empty. Uh, and that really spoke to the, the intensity of the rivalry. Like I said at the beginning of the interview, Lynn, you know, for me, the Sox and Cubs rivalry is so much more than baseball. And you know the city of Chicago, we're heavily segregated. So that south side, north side, feels like it's beyond sports. That it's about city design. It's about segregation. It's about class. Coming into the rivalry, what did you th- like think of it? What were your like, kind of preconceived notions? And how have you seen it evolve over the years? You know, I've never contemplated that to the degree that I have now that I've been with both teams, this city is a like, as a <clears throat> lifelong baseball fan, I just thought it was so cool that Chicago had two major league teams. Like most States are happy to have one. Uh, and I grew up in Michigan and the Tigers were the team. Like I couldn't even contemplate the city of Detroit having two teams in the same league. Uh, I will say this. I, I do remember coming to uh, what is now called guaranteed rate field and walking out and I was always treated great. Like I had never had a bad moment with anybody with the White Sox. But I do remember just the vibe in the ballpark walking out of there thinking, wow, White Sox fans really don't like the Cubs. <laughs> and, and that was that was palpable. And then in the seven months that I've been with uh, the White Sox, I've had people come up to me or, or text me or call me who are lifelong Cubs fans or who work for the Cubs or whatever. And it's like, Hey, I, I root for the White Sox too. You know, it's like, they say it under their breath. Um, I've had people uh, around the White Sox say, yeah, like my whole family's Cubs fans, but I can't tell, you know, it's so like this weird man that like, <laughs> you is. almost, you almost have to pick a side publicly. And if you really truly root for both, um, but you're in any way connected to one, you, you can't admit that you respect or like the other. And That's 100% I, yeah. the case. <laughs> I rarely go into a, a house, a den, any place that has baseball memorabilia and see both teams represented. One of my best friends, Darius, Cubs fan to the death. My brother, Sox fan. My mom, she's one of those people who's like, you know... I'm happy when both win, but I only go to the Sox games. I'm not going up, up into late into Lakeview, right? So you're right. So what do you think that says about Chicago? To the point that you know that people root for both teams, but they publicly feel like they have to pick a side. That if you say like me, I'm from the South Side, you probably rarely catch me with a blue and red brim on. Well, the other one you hear is I'm a North Side Sox fan or I'm a South Side Cubs fan. Like that, <laughs> that, 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 you know, moniker uh, exists. Um, but I would also say I think there, there's a very common thread in that if you grew up in a Sox household or grew up in a Cubs household, you know, it's just kind of passed down from generation to generation. 
you know, I've embraced the idea that there are going to be moments when it feels like the White Sox should get way more attention. Uh, and in some cases, way more attention than the Cubs get. But that doesn't happen. And that's just the way it is. Why? Because of the Cubs thing, right? They've got this national, the national TV uh, networks all want to, you know, do the Sunday night games with Cubs Cardinals. And, you know, the other night it was, it was Rays White Sox and two best records in baseball, two of the best pitchers in baseball. And you kind of felt like, like the, the, the matchup was ignored. Right. And, but there's something kind of really cool about that uh, punk rock kind of uh, attitude of us against the world. And I think that uh, sometimes uh, uh, with the Sox and their fans, they have, they have that vibe and it doesn't exist with the Cubs. You know, the Cubs thing is a little more similar to the green Bay Packers. And I guess the Dallas Cowboys, even though they haven't been really good, but they're kind of America's team, you know, the, the Yankees, there's just this, this glamorous thing that, that, is attached to Cubs baseball, which is really great and really cool. Don't get me wrong, uh, but you, but you're right that it is very, very different. And uh, I've I've embraced those differences, and uh, I'm I'm absolutely loving uh, kind of acknowledging that. And I cannot wait for the Crosstown series. I cannot wait to be at Wrigley with the Sox that first week of August. Yeah, and I can't wait to be at our park when the Cubs come in, and then to experience it from this side. We'll do another interview and then I'll tell you, you know, kind of <laughs> how how I experienced it now from this side, because I, I do think it'll be interesting. At the time of us recording this, the Sox got the best record in baseball. Walk off win. The Cubs, they're tied right now. But we know it's baseball. These things could change very quickly. But it's got people dreaming again. 1906 Cubs Sox series. It's 2021. Should we be dreaming, Leon? Yes. Yes, because here's why. It doesn't happen that often that both teams are really good. And when they are, uh, I think you should absolutely dream about it and to contemplate what that would feel like. Uh, oh, my goodness. You know, I, and I, I'm going to ask you, if you could realign baseball and put the White Sox and Cubs in the same division, would, you, would that be something you would want to see them play 19 times a year and like battle for a division title and maybe meet up in the first round of the playoffs? Or do you like the fact that they're in separate leagues? Uh, so some people can kind of root for both. And then if we get the Holy grail of the world series where they meet up, that that's the, the thing you really want. What, what's I your like, thought? I personally like the pipe dream. <laughs> I, I like that it only happens a couple times a year that they see each other. It gives it a little more tension. I mean, I think a division rivalry would still bring heat every single series. But just always hoping and praying for that day when they just have to travel up and down I-90 to see each other, to play for the chip. I I feel like that is a dream worth holding on to, like, Cubs waiting for a hundred plus years. It's you, it might not happen in my lifetime, but if it does, that series of games would be so worth it. it, it you would, sold me. It would be so worth me. it. Yeah. Yeah. Part of me does think that, that having a division rivalry would be pretty transcendent and, and, and pretty amazing. But I, 
I agree with you. I, I think having that carrot of White Sox, Cubs, World Series, yeah, that that's that's too good to pass up. Lynn, before I let you go, you mentioned earlier the Crosstown Classic is at the beginning of August. We are going to have the stands packed with fans. That energy, what do you think it's going to feel like? And how do you think it's going to be different in Wrigley versus at guaranteed rate? You know what? I think it's going to feel like the World Series. I really do. Not, not, to, not to overstate it, but you know, assuming both teams are still really good at that time, and I, I have no reason to believe otherwise, I, I think that that's the, that's the World Series preview. I, I think that there are going to be moments in both ballparks where people are going to say, that's the loudest I've ever heard this ballpark. I think it's going to be the best Crosstown series uh, that I've witnessed. And uh, yeah, that, that's, my, that's my gut. Lynn Casper is the radio voice for the White Sox after 16 years up north with the Chicago Cubs. He's also the co-host of Sox Degrees podcast. He talked to us from Houston, where the Astros beat the Sox yesterday 8-2, unfortunately sweeping us in all four games of the series. Lynn, I hope I wasn't bad luck for the boys. Like I said, things change quickly in baseball. At least the Cubs beat the Marlins at Wrigley 2-0. Some good news to get you through. You can get some free ice cream this evening at any Jenny's location. And if you can't tell, City Cash Chicago loves ice cream. Sorbet, soft serve, it don't matter. They're doing a first day of summer event from 7 until closing. I actually just had my first pint of Jenny's ice cream, and it was buttercream birthday cake. Uh, It wasn't my birthday, but it was damn good. For more things to do this week and some news you can use, Sign up for our daily newsletter at chicago.citycast.fm. That's our show for Monday, June 21st. As always, I appreciate you for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Lynn Casper, not the ghost, the voice who jumped from the cups of the socks.